This is Two Chicks Talking Flicks, where we review movies, love them or hate them, someone's gotta do it. So, enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm April. And this is Two Chicks Talking Flicks. And anything else that gets in the, gets in the mix. <laughs> uh, so, April, you missed last week. I did. So, just off the top of your head, what would have been your number one rom-com? The Holiday. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that one. Hmm. We we missed your voice for hearing that. Um, I also, uh, because you weren't here, we didn't get to discuss the week prior's episode. Mm. For anybody who did not listen to it because you were like, mm, cats. Mm. <sighs> Just know, if you started the episode and then you didn't finish it. Because you thought these chicks were blimey. Yeah. Barney. Um, <laughs> we didn't like the movie. You for had the, to listen to the review for like 20 minutes yeah. before you got to that yeah. part. Like the first 15 minutes, we gave it a very glowing review. And it was hard. Very difficult. I, I think I did a great job, though. Yeah. And it was one of our shortest episodes. <laughs> I mean, like there was we. Oh, my gosh. It was it was. It was hard. Um, but it was the, hard to say good things. And it was so bad that it was all encompassing. That yeah. I mean, it was all so bad. We couldn't even like nitpick because no. it was a disaster. Yeah. The only bright spot was Jennifer Hudson. Yes. So, you know, go back, listen to the episode where we reveal that we didn't like the movie. Um, you know, and enjoy. I actually want you to listen to it. Yeah. And I really want a review of yes. our stellar review. And and see how believable was it? Right? Like how far did you did you believe it all the way through or did yeah. you were like, dude, this these people are pulling our legs? <laughs> like And you know, the best way to do that is to Go either on Spotify or Spotify. Apple, Podcast. Apple Podcast. Go to the bottom. You're going to rate us five stars. Mm-hmm. You could do one, but we prefer if you do all five because right now we have all five uh, reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and so go rate us five and then leave us an awesome comment so we can brag to other people that we have comments. Oh my God. Yes. That are not just people. April knows (laughs) what (laughs) or whatever, whatever happens. (laughs) Um, just because I make it part of their onboarding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but you can also go to two chicks, talking flicks at gmail.com and you can send us an email too. Mm -hmm. Let us know what you think. I personally listen to us on Google Podcasts. Yeah. And if you um, have an idea for a movie that's terrible and you want us to do the same kind of review where we say nothing but glowing things and at the end we give ourselves like 30 seconds to just tear it to smithereens. You know what would be awesome? If you have a movie that you absolutely love and Everyone in your life hates that movie. Yeah. You can basically be like, look, these people agree with me. Right? This is such a great movie. Ooh. And just make sure you like cut it off before you get towards the end. Yeah. For a, uh, so this is the first time I think I've mentioned this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to our website, like it's in the notes. You can go to our website and you can actually subscribe to our podcast you can give us money it has different denominations and if you choose the largest denomination that is offered we will do your review and say nothing but glowing things so you can play it for your friends and family and we won't even give ourselves 30 seconds of Tear into smithereens, unless you want us to. Or maybe there's a movie you absolutely hate and yeah. everybody loves it. <laughs> yeah, we will. Ta- I-, I did it to the Princess Bride. <laughs> you know, well, okay. 
in my head I thought I was going to, and then I actually didn't hate it as much as I did the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things change. Yes. But, but they will never change for the English patient. Oh yeah, no. That oh no. my god. That's the worst. I am Absolute so happy worst. I am not the only person that feels that way. Yeah, no. You, me, and Elaine. We're, we're all in the same boat. Um, so to get that nasty taste of cats out of our mouths, mm-hmm. to get that hairball that is cats out of our throat. We decided to rinse our mouths out mm-hmm. with some stanky French water. What? <laughs> you don't think the water is stanky in France? In France, first of all, all the water everywhere is stanky. Well, there we go. So this nasty, polluted, stinky blood water in France. We're doing lames. I do not like that intro. <laughs> You did not CC me <laughs> in your mind when you're like, this is where I'm going to go with this. First of all, the river is La Cine. Uh-huh. It's a beautiful name. Uh-huh. Okay. So like. It just went with with the theme of the hairball. I was no. trying to rinse the no. nastiness You should have said ball. we wanted to rinse our hair, that hairball out of our mouth and show you the apex of musicals which is Les Mis which is funny because it's done by the same director so we have last episode where we're like this is shit and then this movie they actually wade through shit but it's a much better movie done by the same director you can only do so much with your source material that is true yeah Cats was about Alley cats <laughs> and people didn't want to be in cat suits for like 10, 15 hours. Yeah. You know, so there we are. You know, but the thing is, they never really asked them. You know, maybe if they had asked or um, just told them, hey, this is the deal. You're going to wear these ugly ass suits. Mm-hmm. Take it or leave it. Do you want your millions or not? And they might have said, yeah, you know what? I do want my millions. There you go. But we're not going to talk about that. I I will say that just I'm going to use cats as an example um, because I don't want to get into Les Mis yet. Uh But they had an incredible ensemble. Yeah, it should have been better. And because they had this stellar cast... They didn't want to boggle them down with all this costume and makeup. I would have rather you not had an A-list team. Yeah. Like, forget the actor part. Yeah. When it's a musical, it's about the voice and the singing part. You know? And maybe if they had had better costumes, we wouldn't have noticed the terrible acting if they got better singers yeah i mean well in this in the cats case they had great singers but you know what i mean like yes like the quality of sound would have been just as equal without the billboard names yeah okay so for les mis Mm -hmm. i think i should give a layman uh review of what this movie is about because you know way too much okay i'm sorry i will go off into like a history lesson so go for it so okay basically we have jean valjean Mm -hmm. he is a prisoner he stole a loaf of bread to feed his sister starving children Mm -hmm. and he got 19 years in prison and then when he got out he was going to live the rest of his life where he had to be in um What's it called? Parole. Parole. Thank you. Um, and if he didn't meet all the criteria of parole, he was going to be put back into jail. Yep. Then we have a Javar, who mm-hmm. is the guy overseeing the prison system, and he has made it his mission to make sure everybody does what they're supposed to do. He's a lawman. Yeah, he's a lawman. And uh, Jean Valjean, he rips up his papers after trying to find a place to stay 
and um, running from the law, all of this stuff. He rips up his papers and Javar has made it his mission to get that man back into jail. Mm -hmm. And so then we have him later on where he becomes like a shop owner and or factory owner Mm -hmm. and he meets um, Fontina who is beautiful and people can't stand that she's beautiful. She has a daughter who she can't take care of because the father left them. And so she gave her daughter to these other people. And so she has to give them money um, or they won't keep her. And uh, she gets basically fired from her job and uh, has become a prostitute. A lady of the night. Yes. Destitute, all of the toots. And he finds her later on and gives uh, takes over care of her daughter and gives her a better life. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we fast forward later on and um, the people of France are uh, revolting mm-hmm. and um, they want the revolution uh, because they're... Uh, the main president, or you thought I thought you said king. president? Oh, king has died. Who was with them? No, 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 no. I thought that's what she said. I I didn't know where you were going. I thought they're like the one guy. That so, was oh yeah, no, them. they had a politician. Who, oh, politician. Okay. They who he was basically their like Martin Luther King, yeah. who was trying to like hold the monarchy and the establishment. Yeah. You know, like accountable for just the awful treatment and just living conditions of the poor French people. And then he dies and now everybody just feels like, oh my gosh, he was the only person that was fighting for us. Now we're fucked. So they decide to like take control of their destiny and revolt. And then we have a couple of rich kids who are with the revolution and one of them falls in love with Cosette. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a girl that uh, is in love with him. That's actually the daughter of the innkeepers. Yes. Who were taking care of Cosette mm-hmm. um, not very well. And um, they get together. Almost everybody else dies. And that is the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. There's only one happy ending. <laughs> yeah. That pretty much. Um, so when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. um, first of all, when I was in eighth grade, yeah, Dawson's Creek was on, Oh, and the season, I think it was the season finale, Uh maybe the second to last episode, uh, Joey Mm -hmm. is in a beauty pageant contest Mm -hmm. and she sings on my own Mm -hmm. and it took until today while we were watching this to like see how much it mirrored this movie. I was like, Oh my God, because she's in love with Dawson. Dawson's in love with Jen. She's a brunette. She's a blonde, just like in the movie. What? I was like, oh my God. No wonder why she's singing that song. Okay. Full circle moment. So, I remember from Dawson's Creek that Joey, she was in high school when they were doing auditions and stuff. And I think she had a call back and they wanted her to do a second audition. And she's like, I can't. I'm in my school play yeah. doing Les Mis. Yeah. And I think they flew out or something and saw her play or whatever. Yeah. So. Um, so then the next year when I was in high school, uh-huh. I wasn't able to audition for the marching band because I was at band camp. And so at back then you had to audition to be in the marching band your freshman year. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't get to do that because I was at band camp. And um, But they needed some people to help them with the, with the marching band. And so I got to do that part. So I actually got to be in the show. And they were doing Les Mis. And I didn't really know anything but as soon as I started playing on my own I was like oh my god I know the song how do I know the song and um so we actually got to be on the field and when they do the battle scene we we basically had where there these boxes that uh looked like uh barrels and chairs and all that stuff 
and um, it looked like a barricade. And we had to pull this metal thing and streamers would pop Ooh. out to go look like bombs, right? Uh-huh. Or explosions. And so the very first contest that we had, we were supposed to pull these on time. We all had like a set time to do it. And then you run out on the field, you would battle with the flags, the girls with the flags, and then we would die. And then this one girl on this other side of the the field, she would die and she was... um, The main one. Yeah, the main one. And he would carry her off the field. Wow. What a production. So the very first contest... Mine wouldn't pull. I could not get my my lever to release. And they're like, just go. So I ran on the field. I fake battled with no one. And then I died at the same beat that she died. And the camera was on me and not on her. And I was just like, oh, I ruined this. <laughs> Never happened again after that. They just had to like uh, grease the grease it and Uh it was able to come out but i felt so bad i was like oh my god i ruined it i ruined everything but it was fine um she had other deaths yeah she had other stuff um but i just remember when uh, we would do our show Mm -hmm. uh people would get so excited we had this guy so um he would do a speech from the movie or mm-hmm. from the book. Mm-hmm. And um, he did it. Oh, hold on. So at the very, very, very beginning of our show, the very first thing that happens, beside, like the music starts playing. And then he says, uh, do you hear the people sing lost in the Valley of the night? It's the music of the people who are climbing towards the light. Um, for the wretched of the earth, there's a flame that never dies. The darkest night will end and the sun will rise. And we start playing and it gets people pumped up. Right. Mm-hmm. And at the very end of our show, he does, um, will you join our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Uh, and, and goes through it and people would be like, yeah, <laughs> I, I've never seen stute like, cause we did it for, um, football games. We mm-hmm. would do our show. And I've never seen students get so into psyched. <laughs> yeah, like they they would be cheering, going crazy. Now maybe it's just because it was a popular guy who was doing it. I don't know, mm-hmm. um, but it was really fun, mm-hmm. and I love that show. And since then, I've always loved Late Miss. So when this movie was coming out, I was like, hell yes, I'm seeing this movie, and I had to wait like an hour and 30 minutes for them to do on my own. Cause that was my favorite song. <laughs> so, well, that was my long winded story. <laughs> Obviously I'm very much into the French revolution. Yes. Obviously the first French revolution, but it like all piggybacks against each other. Yeah. You know, there was like first French revolution, the reign of terror, then you get Napoleon and then you get the rest, the restoration and then again, another revolution, and then you get another emperor. So, like, it's, I feel it's like, it's, it's a good 60 years, you know? Yeah. So. Do you think this movie does it justice? Um, so I, ugh. honestly, I, I don't know the second French Revolution, like the first one. Mm. Like the first one, like, Dude, it was bloody. People yeah. died, died. In this one, I mean, the monarchy knew the jig was up. Like, when people started revolting again, they were like, oh, I don't want to lose my head. I will abdicate. Mm-hmm. You know, so they kind of, when once the writing was very clearly on the wall, they just skedaddled. So it's not, I mean, I don't want to say it's not that interesting, but I only really know the gist of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I haven't read dozens upon dozens upon dozens of books yeah. on the topic. I've actually, I don't think I've read an actual book on the second French Revolution. The information I know about it just comes as a companion information 
based on like Napoleon the Third and like Charles V. Yeah. Like the information I gathered from that comes from that. So we'll be back after a quick break. Ever wondered what it takes to make it in the movie business? Peel back the curtain with 4-6 Success Filmmaking. 4-6 Success Filmmaking is where filmmakers share their stories and the secrets. It's beyond competitive out there. There have been movies that it's taken me 10 years to get made. Don't wait to create. Like, you've got to just keep making stuff. Tune in to 4-6 Success Filmmaking for your dose of cinematic realness, direct from the voices that have lived it. So, do you think you should be in jail for stealing bread? Of course not. (laughs) Be in jail for 19 years? Okay, first of all, he only got jail for five. He tried to escape. Okay. Okay, so like, it wasn't 19 years for bread. It was just five. I wonder how long into that five-year sentence is when he tried to escape. I don't know. Cause like that seems ridiculous. I know because if you're already at year four, like why don't yeah. you just wait? <laughs> like five years seems like a really long time for a loaf of bread. My thing is, is that if you're obviously he was stealing the bread to feed his nephew. Yes. Right. But that just means that there's really no bread for you to eat either. If you have to steal. Yeah. You know? So my whole thing is like, dude, You're in jail, but at least you don't have to steal to get some food. Yeah. I mean, sure. Like, obviously, it was very strange that he was so strong. Maybe because they fed them a little better because they had them working in the shipyard. I'm not quite sure. Because I bet they probably didn't feed them very well either. No, like, (laughs) they, they fed them well enough to work. Yeah. You know, which was probably more than he was getting out in the world. So if anything, it was a leg up. Yeah, my my thing is is how expensive was a loaf of bread? Um, eighteen whatever. So here's the thing: when he went to jail, it was during. I feel like it was during the reign of terror. Uh-huh. So it was after the monarchy collapsed because they had real. There was like the mini ice age that you heard about that yeah. happened during that time. So they had bad crops. Now you have people revolting. Then you have the Napoleonic Wars in which, or like right before Napoleon became president, I think it was just bad mismanagement. Like people were fighting wars. Nobody was growing crops. Like there was bread, but not enough to feed a population. And the prices were just so inflated because I think, we don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And so, like, not only that, but, like, once they overthrew the king, you know, they started getting attacked by, like, everybody. Like, it it wasn't, it was basically like, oh, they're disorganized. Let's go steal some land from them. My, my question is, is if the prices were so inflated, mm-hmm. did they ever come back down? Because our prices never seem to do that. No, like they, ours get inflated and they stay inflated. Yeah. Because people are willing to still buy The cost it. of living stays up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I literally have three cents on my ground. That you're going to need that in the future? Like, no. no. <laughs> Any day now you're going to pick them up. <laughs> just like he probably could have bought like five loaf of bread with the three cents I have on the ground right there. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't afford that. And went to jail for 19 years. It's just crazy. Yeah. Um, times are really hard back then. Oh, yeah. Um, one interesting little thing that I learned, like, within the last maybe, ten, well, maybe about 10 years back, there really wasn't police until, like, the Victorian age. Yeah. Like, there was no police. Like, if you needed help, like, literally you need to to scream for help and hope that, you know, somebody came to your aid. Yeah. Like, good Samaritan. Just hopefully you're not a woman because, like, they do not believe you. I hate to say it, but during Marie Antoinette's age, 
and probably a little before that, like shit started going down like maybe about 50 years before really her, before it was all blamed on her. But like there's quotes, there's, there's articles that say, you know, posh women would cry over their poodles getting ran over but they wouldn't even bat an eye if like a homeless old lady or somebody got ran over by like a cart and carriage. Like people were heartless back then. Back then. People are heartless now. That's true. (laughs) But I mean, I'm trying to, yeah. In that period of time, you know, like, yeah, like Paris was dirty. Mm -hmm. So dirty. Would you say the water was dirty? (laughs) No, Um, it was dirtier in London. They got, what was that? What was that? That water disease? You know, um, where you get the runs. (laughs) No, you know what it's called? Um, dysentery. Well, yeah, dysentery, but that's not cholera. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was this freaking well that they just had to shut it down in London. So did I ever tell you, Susan and I watched the show Ghosts? No. And there's people in the basement that died of uh, cholera. No. <laughs> Every, like, nobody wants to go down there. And those ghosts hardly ever come upstairs. Wait, I think you told me about this yeah, show. Only one of them ever comes upstairs and she's hilarious. Uh, but they're, they always kind of look down on the cholera people. <laughs> like, Why? Oh, because of how they went? I guess. And, well, because they, they put all the people with cholera in the basement. like, And that's how they all died. So they all stay in the basement and don't ever really come upstairs. It's pretty funny. That's how they died. You can't infect another person from cholera. Well, I guess they all had cholera. And okay. so when they were in that house, they put them in the basement. And so all those people died from cholera downstairs in the basement. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Okay. It's just really funny. Okay. But. (laughs) I just don't like how you said that. You're like, all the people downstairs died. From cholera. Yeah. Yeah. They put them in the cellar. I don't know why. It just makes it sound like they infected them with, you know what I mean? They were, they were pre-infected before they were shoved down the basement and succumb to their ailments. Down, down there in the cellar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got, oh wait, but cellars are where you keep your food. I mean, it's I not don't a know basement. It was, it was like, if it were a basement, it's different, but a cellar, yeah, it's that's the basement. It's the basement. No, no, no. There's a Sorry. difference. It's wherever the water heater is in this giant mansion house. Okay. Well, That's hold hold on. At. Hold on. It's a giant mansion house. And if they lived in a time where cholera existed, mm-hmm. they would have a cellar and a basement and probably servant quarters and yeah. a kitchen. Yeah. So where were they shoved? I, I would not stick sick people in my cellar with my like potatoes and radishes. So the show is based off a UK show. So I'm sure they just followed whatever they did. Okay. And they just put them downstairs. They're downstairs somewhere. Dead. <laughs> and I know that sometimes they go down there because they have to deal with the radiator or the water heater Mm -hmm. and they turn on a light and you see all of them standing there. It's pretty funny. (laughs) Okay. I just have to see any, (laughs) any correct information. I have not, I don't have that, but see, this is why she didn't want me to give descriptions because I get too specific. Yes. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, so Jean Valjean, Mm -hmm. when he, uh, runs away and he goes to the church mm-hmm. and the priest 
uh, gives him food, he's eating it, and it reminded me of the beast <laughs> on Beating the Beast. He was just like, no hold bar, and just shoveling it. Just like, yes, let us all give our things, hold hands. <laughs> he's trying to like give him a second to like catch up. Like, hey, dude, we need to say a prayer before yeah. we eat. And he finally notices, and then he kind of like picks up his plate. Like, you're not taking this shit yeah. for me. It keeps eating. <laughs> And then he steals from him. So he Uh, is a theft, a thief. Dude, this was already after. Okay, listen, he has his little parole papers. And anytime he goes into town, he has to check in with like the city council or whatever. And then, you know, you basically say, hey, I'm going to Paris or whatever. And they're like, okay, well, given the distance and you're going by foot, it should take you you know, 20 days or whatever, you have 30 days to get to Paris and have the next person sign off on your paperwork. That's how they kept track of you. Yeah. So. And then he finally was like, screw this. I'm I'm mobile. Yeah. Cause he couldn't find any work. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you, those papers were like your ID. Yeah. Like, especially during this time, you had to have papers to leave the country. Yeah. So this was his identification. And he was basically blackballed. Yeah. And couldn't get a job. So sad. Um, and then uh, the snotty bitches in where Fontina mm. work mm-hmm. hate her just because she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of. They're old and bitter. Yeah. They really are. And um, the only thing she can do that she has at her disposal is to sell literally her body, mm-hmm. everything. Piece by piece. Yeah. She starts with her hair mm-hmm. and uh, the poor thing. Like, oh, it's so sad. Yeah. So she gets it cut, um, sells all that, and then they take her teeth and then they take her soul. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, her body is no longer hers. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just so sad. <laughs> it truly is. And um, I hate it. Yeah. But she's so good. Yeah, she and is. And her song's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And to know that she got it in like one take and then they like did it a few more times. Uh, take number four is the one they actually used. Mm-hmm. Um, but to like do that. What I love about this performance is when the tear fell. Yes. It was like perfect. So good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes you're, you're sitting there, you're like, I could do that. Oh, dude. I couldn't do that. Dude, sometimes I do that. I like pretend like I'm an actress and I'm like, okay, cry. And I like try to put myself in the moment. Yeah. And I try to make that perfect tear, but it never happens. Uh-uh. Like my cheeks are too round or whatever. So it like, <laughs> or like it goes this way. Yeah. It's like, I just can't cry those golden tears. Like, how do you get into a place where you can cry like that? It's amazing. Like, it definitely takes a while. Like, like those, those performances, they start when you give the signal. Yeah. You know, you're like, ready. Okay, I'm super sad right now. Go. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> well, okay, so we haven't talked. We haven't recorded since the Super Bowl. Did you watch it? No, I was at work. Okay, so the... <laughs> We have discussed at depth or depth at length that um, I get emotional when I hear the national anthem at certain times. It's not every time. It's at certain times. Mm -hmm. And we're watching the national anthem happen, right? I wasn't crying. I was perfectly fine. But they show, they pan over and they're showing the teams, right? And they show the coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I'm a Cowboy fan. I hate the Eagles. Oh, that's who I was going for. They booed Santa. They did? They cheered when one of our players was nearly paralyzed. So, and this was was years ago. And you're still holding on to that, even Um, though they got a new crew? Well, they're in our division. That's why I don't cheer for them. They got a new set of 
team players. Yeah, but and- they're in our division, so I'm not going to cheer for them. So plus, I cheered for them. Plus, I'm a Chiefs fan. Oh, whatever. That's my other team besides the Cowboys. It's the mm. Chiefs. Um, I was born, well, I was born, I was going to say born and raised in Houston. I was born in Houston, raised there for a while, lived there for a while, and I still go for the Cowboys. Well, I grew up in in Nebraska, and really the Chiefs were the only closest team, Um, and my other grandparents are from Missouri, so. Honestly, I hate the name Texans. Yeah, that's It would be different if there was only one football team in Texas. Then they could be the Texans. Like, I miss... I also hated the Houston Oilers. Like, Oilers was a stupid-ass name, too. I'm so happy that when they went to Tennessee, they got renamed the Titans, because that's a good name. Yeah. But And I feel like Astros would have been a good name, because that's space, you know? But you already have, like, the baseball team, Astros. I just, hey, there's two Cardinals teams. Oh, really? Yeah. There's okay. the Cardinals that play football in Arizona, and there's the Cardinals that play in St. Louis. I guess there's the Red Sox and the White Sox. But that's both baseball, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Either ways, I hate the name Texans, because yeah. there's already a Texas team here. Yeah. Agreed. Um, they should have just called themselves the Houstonians, <laughs> you know, like the Nassins. Oh, we should come up with a better name for the them. Houston Blasts, the Blastoffs, the Hurricanes. Ooh, the Houston Hurricanes. That actually would work. Oh, let's write it in. Yeah. We'll, we'll let know. Um, but anywho, they pan over to the coach mm-hmm. and the coach is bawling. He like they're playing the national anthem and he for the uh Eagles. Mm. And he's just like tears are streaming down his face. Do people make fun of him? No, no. He's a very good looking coach. So like a lot of TikTok videos I'll see, they'll like show the coach and they'll be like, This guy is hot. And this is why girls watch football. And I was like, God damn it, don't make me think you're a human, okay? You're you're playing with my emotions now, sir. I don't appreciate it. And I was like, don't make me want to root for you because I, I have deep-seated hatred for your team. Don't make me want to root for you. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Uh, it almost worked, but it didn't work. And, but I was just like, finally, somebody else is crying during the National Anthem. So, question. Yeah. You watch the football, you watch the game live with your yes. family, I'm assuming. Yeah. What happened when the 2B commercial came on? That was a weird commercial. It was very strange. But did y'all freak out? We're like, what is happening? Did you know it was a commercial though? Well, there was two of them. So yeah. No, no, no. Not the, 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 the TV changing one. Yeah. There was, there was two 2B commercials. I know. I don't care about the bunny one. They both had bunnies. Both of them had bunnies in it. The bunny was back in the second one. It was very weird. It was just a lot of holes, and they were like throwing people into holes. No, the one where it looks like somebody's changing the channel. That didn't happen. Yeah, it did. Uh, maybe you didn't even notice. I don't know. We saw two two B. We can ask Susan. Okay. Um, but like I only that saw was two. a commercial that everybody was talking about. Oh. We watched from before the game even started mm-hmm. to the end of the game or till after the game was over. Mm. And I only saw two, but I mean, I don't know. Okay. I yeah. Have to it, look that up. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it made me feel good that uh, I was the only one that cried during the national anthem. Mm. Um, let's see here. My favorite song Best in the, the 10th anniversary album, because uh-huh. that is my favorite version of the music, is the 10th anniversary, because at this point, you know, Les Mis is like playing in different cities all across the world. And what they did is they went and listened to all these different performances by these different cast members, and they plucked the best of the 
best for the 10th anniversary. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, what is it? Um, Javert. Uh-huh. He, I think, is from Australia. Like, they plucked him from Australia. And the master of the house, that is my favorite version. Like, he is so sleazy and mm-hmm. slimy. And, like, I love the, like, even though it's a Broadway show, like, they really do their best with the makeup. And he just, like, if you see caricatures of, like, the revolutionaries, uh-huh. He looks exactly like one of those cartoons. Oh, really? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, I'm so sad that they stopped running Les Mis. Yeah, that would be fun to see on Broadway. They have a traveling Broadway show coming at the end of the year. Here? Uh, yeah, in Dallas. Mm-hmm. We should go see it. Yeah. But it's never going to be the same. True. You know, there's nothing like, like the big shows. I think it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Will I get in trouble if I sing along? Yes. Damn. Mm. I am there to see them sing, not you. Oh, so you would be mad if I sang. What? I said, so you would be mad if I sang. Yes, I would be mad. But they wouldn't kick me out if I was singing. I mean, I'm not going to go with you to the show now. (laughs) Just to ensure that you don't ruin this performance. Did I ruin the movie today? Yes. Oh, well. (laughs) But it's not like I haven't seen it before. Yeah. It's not like I don't have it on my phone, you know, so it's True. not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Like if you had sang it in the theater, first time watching it, I would have been upset. No, I was coughing. I would have been upset. Well, I couldn't help that. I had bronchitis. You could have waited for next week to watch it. I had bronchitis for a really long time. VHS it. <laughs> DVD it. Sorry. Stream it. It was rough. Mm. Anyways. Um, let's see here. <laughs> so the master of the house is played by Sasha Bear Cohen. And the uh, wife is Helen Bottom Carter. So. And she basically plays the same character in Sweeney Todd. Sasha. Mm-hmm. His voice uh-huh. didn't, he was singing the song, but his voice wasn't acting the part. Okay. And with Helen, I feel that they should have had the mic closer to her mouth uh-huh. because she wasn't, her voice was low, mm-hmm. you know? And again, I'm just comparing this to the 10th anniversary where they're, where she's kind of like cackling, even though she's still yeah. cackling in this, like I can't really hear it and I, I don't feel it. I think it's because, well, okay. So in the musical, do they always just stand there? Yes. Like you showed us. Okay. So I think it's because they're trying to show that they're sneaky. So she's like master of the house. So it's like a secret between the two of them and like nobody else is supposed to know. And that's why they're still singing. So it's irrelevant that they're singing in a more hushed voice. And if they're going to do that, then they just need to raise the freaking volume on the voice. Like I, I see aesthetically why they did it that way. It makes sense to me, but I just, I would have preferred to have heard her voice more, you know, just, just let me hear it more because I'm not, I'm not getting, I can see the performance she's yeah. giving and I can hear what she's saying, but I'm not feeling it. Like The same thing with Sasha, like he's not projecting his voice sneak, like, like slimy. Yeah. He's just singing. I just think it's really interesting that that was the only couple that could take your daughter in. There's nobody else. Well, like, did you go see her? Did they ever let her see her, see her? First of all, it's also probably that they made themselves off like good people. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. We'll watch your baby. Like, we yeah. don't know if she was a country bumpkin that came into the city yeah. and didn't know anybody. And then she got abandoned while okay. knocked up. 
Um, did you, so the part where they, uh, switch bags and they put a baby there, Mm -hmm. you noticed that, right? Yeah. So that's actually their baby that they abandoned and that's how they abandoned the baby. And that's why they put that in that way. Cause I guess in the book they actually abandoned a baby. Mm. And so he put that as like an Easter egg. Mm -hmm. Like, did anybody notice? (laughs) And her not seeing her kid. Um, uh, they probably gave reasons why they she couldn't see her. Uh, probably. So here's the thing. You had a child out of wedlock. Yeah. So Scarlet Letter. So it's like, okay, to society, we're good people because we took in these, this poor infant child. We can make up any story and anybody will believe it. Like yeah. the, the child was abandoned. The child was orphaned. It's my niece, my nephew, you know, the, I, whatever. Any reason I give is I am a saint for taking this kid in. Yeah. As the mother... You're going to be looked at bad upon. Like, what kind of woman are you to have a child out of wedlock? You abandon your child. You know, like, that's that's why she got fired because of the reputation. So she can't associate with the child because then it's going to be like, oh, that's your mother? And so it kind of tarnishes the child because right now the child has a blank slate. It's just being raised by these people and no reason is truly given. Yeah, she's basically Cinderella. Yeah, basically. Which sucks, because they have another daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you say her name? Imponi? Uh, Imponi? Something. Imponi? I, don't know. I never remember these names. I've um, seen these things so many times. I know. It's it's hard to say it. Um, but she looks like a little doll. She's all clean and mm-hmm. fresh. Mm-hmm. But the tables turn later on. Mm-hmm. Because I guess everybody's gotten wise to their tricks. And well, that the and like times have changed. Yeah. yeah. And so they're now destitute. Mm-hmm. But and, you uh, notice that the daughter, she was never bad. Yeah. No. You know? For some reason, I kind of felt like she was more of a bitch um, when I watched it the first time. That's she's because really you not. were. Um, yeah. She really isn't. Um, you know, she's just sad. She's a poor teenage girl in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, they were like anywhere between like six, seven, eight years old when they were kids. Yeah. You can't really control, you know, how your parents treat another kid. Like we don't know what relationship they even had. Maybe she sneaked her food or something. Yeah. And and she seems more of like a, a snot when they were kids than she does when she's in a, you know, well, she was young and impressionable yeah. as well. Um, you know, she was laughing when they were doing all their tricks and now that because they can't it do was that, fun. Yeah. Now that they can't do that, she's on the streets. She knows how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course she's in love with Maurice. Maurice. You know, anytime I think of the name Marius, I have to say it like that. <laughs> Marius. I love that pronunciation. Yeah. Marius. And I felt like you when we were watching uh, the second ABBA movie. I was like, are they ever going to sing on my own? (laughs) Seriously. Just like, come on. And they finally did. And I was very happy. Yay. Got all the feels. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that Marius is Newt Salamanker. <laughs> I was like, I kept looking at him. I was like, is that Salamanker? And then you didn't say anything. And then Susan was like, from Fantastic Beasts? I'm like, no, yeah. That was me. Oh, that was you? And I was yeah. like, yeah. And you're like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, he's so much hotter in this. Because I always thought he was cute in this yeah. movie. Like, he was cute, like, in the Fantastic Beasts, but, like, weird. Yeah, he was really weird. So, I love him now. He's my crush. <laughs> he's my crush. Well, did you recognize um, the little, like, when they're doing the revolution, that little alley? That's from Harry Potter. No. 
That's where they go. I've only seen Harry Potter once. Well, that little alley, that's where that's from. Uh, Diony Alley? Yeah. yeah. They repurposed or, it for or, this movie. Or, or Knox, Cronk Knox Alley. No, Di- Diagon Alley. Diagony. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. Do, 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 do. Uh, <gasps> oh my gosh, I'm going to go to the Harry Potter exhibit, you guys. I'm so excited. Yay. You know, their next stop is in New York. Did not know that. Yeah, they just announced it. And I was like, of course they would just announce this shit, but whatever. Oh, so the first time Javar thinks he notices uh, that Jean Valjean is Jean Valjean mm-hmm. <laughs> is when he lifts a cart mm-hmm, off this mm-hmm, man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and saves his life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that man later on is digging a ditch at a church mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, he runs into him and the guy helps him because he saved his life. Yeah. And um, he kind of keeps running into people that just happen to be either good people or he saved their lives. And so he did a lot of good deeds. Yeah. He did one bad thing and it and it just kind of tarnished his life a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end, Javar kills himself. So <laughs> oh, it's so sad. Is like it, is he he's your favorite, isn't he? No. He's not okay, but like but he is. Listen, he's just trying to do his job. Okay. He's like, he's like the man that's looking for the FBI most wanted guy. Okay. So you know, you know what's funny is that normally I go on the side of justice <laughs> and, and you go on the side of villain, right? I, why is he the villain oh, though? Hold on. Hold on. But, you would think that I would be on team Javar because he is on the right side of the law and you would be on team Jean Valjean, but we are opposite on this. How are we? Because he's still somehow the villain because you want Jean Valjean to, to win, to prosper, to do well. And this guy is in his fucking way. I, I, so, so, okay. When we were watching the movie, and we were talking about something and I said, we, and then Susan was like, we, yeah. and I just like turned around <laughs> yeah. and then you're like, you're going for the bad guy again. And I was like, am I Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like Sarah always says I go for the bad guy. And I was like, no, I don't. No, I don't. And then I'm like trying to defend the bad guy. Yeah. And now this time, right. He's the Good guy. And you're telling me he's the bad bad guy. And I'm still going for the bad guy, but I'm not. He's not bad. He's doing his job. But he's the villain. Is he? (laughs) He's the villain in Jean Valjean's story. What villainous (laughs) thing did he do? This can't be the only person who has skipped... Their probation. Why this one man? You don't know their background story back in the jail yard. <laughs> Clearly, he did something that got under his... Like, it was his last day, and he made him pick up that giant-ass flagpole. Yeah. Okay? Like, he was no saint. Okay? He was no saint. <laughs> and the last thing I could make... Damn it. <laughs> the last thing I could make him do was pick up that stupid flag. Yeah. I don't know why. Why do I have this mentality? I don't know. Like. I don't know. But it's fun because. <laughs> like. like Anytime you enjoy a character, I'm like, oh, that person must have some evil in them. <laughs> Like, but even okay, with Darth okay, okay. Vader, okay, 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 he's I, trying to defend something, right? Okay, like I think, I think the reason why I'm against them is because they're rebels. Yeah, 
and they beheaded Marie Antoinette. And in Star Wars, the rebels are also trying to overthrow the empire, the yeah. monarchy. Yeah. You know, so like maybe it just all comes back to that. <laughs> You know, I don't like, like governments being overthrown. Even before we started the movie and I said one tiny little thing, you jumped down my throat. So I was like, oh, she likes Javar. <laughs> I said that there's just one one singer in this movie that I cannot stand. And she was like, ugh. <laughs> Get over it. Because <laughs> you knew exactly who I was talking about. I don't know why. <laughs> I think Russell Crowe did much better than Hugh Jackman. Okay. And I think Hugh Jackman was better. <laughs> uh, no. no. Not great. No. I think he was better. No. Russell Crowe was better. And Hugh Jackman <laughs> sucked. <laughs> They both are pretty bad. They were. They were the. They they had the best songs and dialogue, oh. and they had no. If you hear it the right way, oh, we will play the Neil Patrick Harris and uh, Jason Siegel when we're done here. Oh, we're gonna play the tenth anniversary version yeah. when we finish this. Okay, it's fantastic. My version is better. 10th anniversary all the way. Listen, I had the two cassette tapes it's of Les Mis. Cassette. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. But yeah. I thought you would have loved the innkeeper or the, yeah, a master of the house. I thought Sasha Baron Cohen's character and Helen Bottom Carter would be your favorite two people. I love them. I do, but like they don't meet my expectations. Yeah. That's just because I have super high expectations. Like that 10th anniversary Broadway show, like nothing's going to beat that. Mm-mm. My favorite character is, uh, is it Maurice? Marius. Marius, his friend. Oh, yeah. I think he's cute. He's my favorite. Well, you know who my favorite is? Eddie Redmayne? <laughs> yes. I, I now know his name because after this movie was over, I Wikipedia'd him. Of uh, course. <laughs> Duh. He's uh, married with like two kids. Let's see here. Uh, so I like that. Uh, well, I don't like that. Javar, so, so this is what makes him evil. <sighs> I just realized this is what makes what when he pretends to be with the revolution and uh, okay, he starts all of that. First of all, he they're the rebels. He works for the government like they're trying to overthrow them. Uh So if anything, he's an undercover officer. Okay, like he was already undercover when he was out in the crowd. But he even knows that he was wrong because he puts his medal on that kid. When he gets shot by the Well, everyone cares when a kid dies. Well. He didn't shoot the kid. I know. Okay. But he feels responsible. That's why he commits suicide. Okay. No. Listen. (laughs) Okay. His entire world has just collapsed. Like, what is the purpose of his existence yeah he's lost it you know and he's got he's nothing the valley of the night he's, he's got nothing he's got no wife no kids all he had was this stupid ass job and to catch it was his moby dick this was his <laughs> moby dick okay and moby let him go mm. after all the shit that you did to poor Moby Dick and he lets you go. He's just like that priest. He's like, oh no, you forgot these two candlesticks. Here you are, my son. <laughs> like that, he was the priest. That's why at the very end he's like, and saving my life, you have brought me death. The end. 
<laughs> and he's the hero. <gasps> he is because <laughs> listen, listen, listen. He he had a full character arc. His characters completely flesh out. Jean Vinjon, you know, he's like, oh, I committed a crime, but I did it for a good reason. And then later he's like, oh, I stole, you know, this silver, but like shit worked out for me. I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to help these poor women who can't get jobs. I'm going to start a factory where they could sew. And then later it's like, oh, like he's always doing all these selfless things he is the same person from the beginning to the very end the only person that evolved and changed was jafar that's why he is the main character it's about him actually the main character is cassette even though she's barely in it that's why her face is on the poster Is Javert. <laughs> this, this movie is really about Javert. It takes a revolution and the death of a child and him experiencing the mercy from his target to finally be like, shit, I have wasted my life away. So what the fuck? Is Darth Vader the main character? Of course, they made six <laughs> movies about Darth Vader. He was the chosen one. <laughs> He's the chosen one. It's about him. But if you pulled people, they Those would people say people don't it's- understand Star Wars, okay? They just don't get it. They don't understand the story that George Lucas was telling. This is why the last three movies sucked because they had no input from George. I am so mad at Kathleen Kennedy. Listen, when George sold Disney, Kathleen Kennedy stayed as an executive producer and she promised a Star Wars fan. She made a vow that she was going to keep it. She was going to keep it. Like she was going to continue it and not let it like get destroyed by Disney. And guess what happened? Disney destroyed it. Like it is, uh, I am just so angry. I am so angry. And this is why I'm knee deep into Harry Potter because like, which is also Disney. No, it's not. It's universal. It's Warner brothers. Same damn thing. It's different. It's Warner brothers. Okay. And the sister dot. I'm just, I'm just, I'm so angry at Star Wars. Like, you don't understand. And stupid Ryan Johnson, he fucking pissed me off. Okay, listen, when Disney bought Star Wars and they said they were rebooting it, they were like, oh, we're going to throw out all of the extended universe. That, like, is a dream. It never happened. Even though after I've invested all of this money into reading all of these books, I was like, okay, you know what? Fine. I will accept that. I will accept that you are going to take this in your own direction. Okay, fine. The first movie, I was like, okay, fine. The second movie, I was like, okay, fine. I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 I want to see how you're going to bring that. Like, I honestly feel if they had the, Instead of making a trilogy, the way that they changed movie two, what was it? What, what, what was I don't even know. I don't even know what the fuck it was called. The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi. One of them was named that. I don't know, man, dude. Anyways, like in the second movie, when Ryan Johnson... What he did with movie number two, I accepted it. But I honestly felt that one movie was not going to, one more movie after that would not wrap up the story. And I was 100% correct. They needed two movies to follow that. And I remember one time he got into like a Twitter fight with somebody who was complaining about it. And this asshole whipped out a book to prove a point of something he did in Star Wars. And I just remember being so mad. I was like, 
why the fuck are you pulling reference books out when Disney said all of that is out the window, we're going to do our own thing. You cannot pull something from the extended universe and put it in your film. Okay, you can't do that. Because what happened to Anakin, Jason, uh, Jason, and Jana, whatever the hell her name is. You know, like, I'm just, I'm so sad. And Ben Skywalker. Well, we have Ben Solo. Oh, my God. So this movie. (laughs) April, what would you rate it? I love this movie. Uh Uh-huh. I love the music. Yes. Um... My complaints aren't enough to knock it down uh-huh. because I will not compare it. And my, my, my rating is not based on the 10th anniversary. Okay. This is just solely on their performance, their execution, and the production of this movie. Uh-huh. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Wow. Um, I love Eddie Redman. Is that his name? Redmain. Redmain. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look up more of his stuff. Um, I too am gonna give it a nine out of ten. Viva la revolution. La revolution. Um, I think it's a great movie. Uh, I concur. I really like it. Mm-hmm. I love the music. Yes. And Anna Hathaway killed it. I concur. Um, I would love to see that part go up against um, cats. Gen- no, I was going <laughs> to say Jennifer Hudson in Dreamgirls. Like, Ooh. just like put both of those two I scenes feel back that They tell a different story, though. Well, so, uh, I Very feel similar. I, I, I feel like I'm in a different mo- mode. Because she's also a single mother uh, taking care of a kid by herself and the father's not in the picture. Now, to be fair, that father's not in the picture because she didn't tell him. Mm. Um, but there we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still equally good. Yes. Um, all right. Well. We've told you where to find us. And obviously, if you're listening to us, you have found us. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, But head on over to where you can give us a five-star rating and uh, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your dog, uh, your cat, if it would listen. Your cow. Meow, meow. Moo, Ooh. and uh, just tell everybody to listen to us because we're fun and um, we need more listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is why we haven't reviewed Star Wars. I have too much to say about Way it. Way too much. We definitely need to get a, a Star Wars fan on here. Yeah, because, because if I not, it's just nothing. a monologue of yeah. me ranting and me going, yep, yeah. nope, didn't get that. Like, oh, nope. you don't Did, say, don't know that. So it'll, it'll probably be one chick and a guest with Sarah in the background. Yeah. You know what we need to do? We need to get Pat Knowles while be like, Hey, uh, hey man, you want to come on here? And talk to my no. Like maybe he could find time between all of his other doings. Maybe, but all right guys. Well, until next time. Toodles. Bye. This episode was produced by two chicks talking flicks. Music was produced by Michael Girvani. If you like this episode, please like and subscribe. If you'd like to be a part of the show, have a movie suggestion, or just want to give us some love, you can email us at twochickstalkingflicks at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Toodles.